Hello, Incredible One. Welcome to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor business podcast, the place to be to grow a business that shakes the planet. I'm your host, spiritual business growth coach, Darnielle J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. Oh, and one more thing, on this podcast, I'm going to keep it all the way real with you about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the absolutely incredible of small business ownership. And don't worry, everything I have to share will help you to build a business that funds the life you crave. Let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Darnielle Jervy Harmon. If this is your first time joining me for the podcast, here's what I'd like for you to know about me. First and foremost, I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Second, I don't do hustle and grind, I do spirituality and systems. And you might be wondering, what in the devil is an incredible factor? And if so, I invite you to go all the way back to the very first episode of this podcast. It's aptly titled, Exactly What is the Incredible Factor? There's even a cool worksheet that I want you to do that will help you to find yours. Oh, I will likely say some things that will make you laugh, a few things that could make you cry, and definitely make you question if you are ready to leverage your incredible factor. Remember, I'm a coach, and my job is to tell you what you don't want to hear and show you what you don't want to see, all to help you to become who God created you to be. I'm so excited that you're here. This episode is powered by Profit from Live Events, which is happening September 11th through the 13th in Atlanta, Georgia. If you have ever held a live event and you lost your shirt in the process, then you need to be there. During Profit from Live Events, you'll have the ability to learn my proven system, the very system that I have used to generate $7 million over the last eight years holding live events. Learn more at incrediblefactorevents.com. Again, that's incrediblefactorevents.com. A quick shout out to my Six Figure Cashflow Club. Join us on Facebook in my exclusive community for training, laser coaching, and strategies to help you leverage your incredible factor and unlock Six Figure Cashflow in your business. And you can do that by visiting the sixfigurecashflowclub.com, sixfigurecashflowclub.com. In today's episode, let's talk about fears. I'm reminded of that song. I think it was the early 90s, maybe. Friends, how many of us have them? So fears, how many of us have them? And more importantly, how many of us let fear keep us from moving our businesses forward? Now, fear is a really, really tricky thing. Someone recently said, I seem to always have it together. And I had to laugh hysterically even, because they, in their conversation with me, implied that I was fearless. Well, I assure you, I'm not. In fact, I believe you won't be fearless until you're dead. Now, let me explain that every single one of us here on this green earth has fears. To say we are fearless is truly a lie. I have fears. You have fears. Oprah has fears. Having fears is natural. It's how you let those fears dictate your life and your business that creates the problem. 
And you have to remember that you were only born with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noise. So most of the fears that are keeping you from living your best life and running your best business have been learned. Now, I know that there's a lot of fearless living experts. I've got my fingers in the air quotes out there. And I'm probably going to put them all out of business. But let me just say this. When I think pe- what I think that people mean when they think about being fearless is that they've learned how to bridge the gap between their fear and their faith. I think you get to a point where you figure out how to feel your fears, but to do the work anyway, right? To do it afraid, as they say. Now, I know it sounds cliche, but every single person who's ever been successful versus a person who's living in stagnation is doing it. They are feeling their fears, but doing whatever needs to be done any old way. Now, some of the fears that if you're anything like me, because I too have fears, that you have likely felt or are currently feeling as you endeavor to build your business might include fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of asking for money, fear of the unknown, fear of being criticized, fear of not being enough, fear of not being able to pay the bills, fear of disappointing others, fear of success, fear of overwhelm, fear of losing it all, fear of being humiliated, fear of making costly mistakes, fear of not getting paid, and fear of not having enough, and fear of not being supported. Now that one right there, let me just sidebar for a quick moment. That was probably out of all the fears, that was my biggest fear. For a very long time, I bought into the fallacy and misbelief that because I'm a successful, goal-oriented, driven destiny purposed women woman that i would struggle to find someone to share my life with and i literally bought into that fear for many years as you know i am happily married for at this point a year and seven months but for a long time before i stopped allowing that fear to run my personal life i was holding on to it with everything that i had i was completely bought in and sold out on the belief that no one would be able to really support me because I'm, I'm a woman who is powerful, as they say. But that's a lie. Just like all of the fears that you are allowing to live your life and run your business are a lie. And I'm hoping that during this episode, I can give you some insight that helps you begin to make the shift. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. No one goes to bed a blunder and wakes up a wonder. But my goal for you, my prayer for you is that the fears tend to have a little less weight and feel a little less heavy so that you can do what you must do in order to experience what it is you truly desire to experience. Because here's the thing about fear. Fear is either behind you in your past or ahead of you in your future, but it's never in front of you in your present. Let me repeat that. Fear is either behind you in your past, ahead of you in your future, but it's never in front of you in your present. Now, here's the thing. You have to realize that in order to stand boldly and flat-footed in the present without fear extending behind or moving ahead of you, it is going to require some real work to bridge the gap. And it might not be easy. You see, managing fear is a test of the wills, if you will. So in case you are a person who has allowed any of these fears that I just described to you to stop you in your track and to keep you from taking your life and business to the next level, 
I'm going to ask the question that I think you should be asking me. And that is quite simply this. Danielle, how do I bridge the gap between the fear that I have and the faith that I hold so that I can fire fear as a CEO of my company? Now, you need to remember this. Fear wants you to believe that where you are in that moment is your safe place. And it does it so that your ego does everything in its power to keep you in your comfort zone. But life happens when we move beyond our comfort zone and get comfortable becoming uncomfortable, right? Or being uncomfortable. And deciding to become a business owner was likely something that you did outside of your comfort zone. Listen, I've got clients in every single one of my programs and I'm constantly hearing them talk about how being in business has really just shifted their comfort zone. It has required for them to no longer placate and make excuses that they used to make because they've got to do things that they probably wouldn't normally do in order to move the business forward. Things like making sales calls, right? Or picking up the phone and talking to complete strangers and pitching yourself and your services to that complete stranger so that they might be interested in allowing the conversation to continue and not hanging up in your ear. Right. And for those of you who struggle with the fear of rejection, let me just put your mind at ease right now in a scenario like this, when you're making a cold call, they're not rejecting you. What they are doing instead is saying that they are not ready to experience transformation through you. Do you see that reframe and how reframing almost every fear you've ever felt will be the thing that allows you to stop allowing fear to keep you stuck in a life and business that doesn't fully serve you. If you live a long and healthy life, I promise you that there are gonna be opportunities when your faith collides with your fear. So you have got to learn how to bridge that gap so that the fears that you experience will not stop you from doing what you know you must do. So I thought it'd be kind of cool if I just took a few minutes and share with you how I manage my fears because again, I too have fears. The first thing that I do is I look for evidence. I always ask myself, Danielle, is it possible that this fear could be false? And where is the evidence to support that I should fear this? And you know what? I never find any evidence. There's never any evidence. It's literally just a figment of your imagination because fear is either behind you or in front of you. It's never in the present. The second thing I do is I acknowledge my fears. I don't believe in faking it until you make it. That pisses me off if I can just keep it completely real with you. I hate when people talk about faking it until you're making it. No, there is no faking it because faking is inauthentic and it sets you up for this energy that is anything but serving who you are in the best and highest possible way. So no faking it until you make it. I believe in being true and real. I believe in being authentic, right? So I acknowledge that I'm afraid. And then I ask myself, if I wasn't afraid, what would I do? And then I do that very thing. So quick sidebar story just to illustrate this fear. Because in my opinion, most of the fears that we have when we are in business are directly related to money. So a few years ago, I had an opportunity to bring on a new vendor to support me in taking my business to the next level. And I was all in. I loved her presentation. I loved what she could do to move my company forward. I was with her literally on the edge of my seat until she told me the investment. And then she told me that the investment was $100,000 and I nearly peed myself. <laughs> I immediately became racked with fear. And I was racked with fear, I think, 
because I had never invested in myself at one time at six figures. And the thought of making a six figure investment in myself had me questioning whether or not I was really worth it. Can I keep it real with you? Is it okay that I'm keeping it real with you? And I literally sat there, palms sweating, mouth getting extra moist, so afraid to even make a sound because of the thought of investing in myself at that level. It just, it just, it just took my breath away and not in the most amazing and positive way. That was years ago that that happened. And what I realized in that moment is that I had more work to do on myself because it wasn't about the money. I've created 10 times that in my business in a year. So it wasn't about the investment in the money. It was about really recognizing what was going on with me. So I had to acknowledge the fear. That's always the second step. The third thing I do, and the same thing I did then a few years ago, is I get into the present. Because again, fear is either behind us or in front of us. It's never in the present. So I had to find my way back to the moment that I was in right then so that the fear could dissipate. I had to remind myself that I am smart, that I'm capable, that I am talented, that I do deserve it, and that I am worth it. And that ripped the bottom out of my fear. And then the fourth thing that I always do is I do it anyway. So yes, I made that investment. I invested $100,000 at one time in myself, and it was the most exhilarating experience just to realize how much I'm worth and the difference that I really had the potential to make. And again, that was years ago that I did that. But I pressed through, that's the first thing, do it anyway. Even when I'm afraid, I still do it because it seldom turns out the way that I thought it would. It's usually way better and it's usually completely in my favor. Can I get a witness? Can you say the same? And then the fifth thing I do is I always think about moments when I felt loved because again, I think fear is often tied financially in business and it always makes us question if we are enough. So when I go back to moments of when I felt loved and think of being loved, it makes me invincible. And so I recall those moments whenever I'm feeling fear so that I can flip the switch just like that. And what do you do for those of you who are listening and you're like, yeah, yeah, Danielle, that sounds all good, but what about me, right? What do you do when the fear that shows up in the smack dab in the middle of you making one of the biggest business decisions that you've ever had to make, what do you do then? Well, here's what I do. First thing I remember that fear is not a bad thing unless you let it stop you from doing what you know you're supposed to do. And the fact is there would be no fear if it wasn't an opportunity to up-level. I'm sorry, I got a little emphatic right there. But there would be no fear if it wasn't an opportunity to up-level. Sadly, most people and I'm not even just talking about entrepreneurs and business owners, let fear stop them. They give fear a position at the table and allow them to make executive decisions. And listen, incredible one, that is not what I want for you. So my question to you is, how are you gonna stop letting fear make executive decisions in your life and business? Because again, the truth is that fear will never go away. It will always be there. And despite all of the motivation from all of those fearless experts, again, fingers in the air quotes, out there, you'll never be fearless. You'll never be fearless, right? But you can prevent fear from showing up and making decisions on your behalf. So here, first thing you're gonna do, as soon as you feel the fear, acknowledge it. I talked about that already just as a part of my process. Acknowledge it. There's no sense in acting as if it's not there. 
by the power of the law of attraction, whatever you focus on expands. So if you acknowledge the fear, it loses power because you stop focusing on it. And that's what we need. We need you to stop focusing on it so that if you call it out, you position yourself to take away its power. And that's the most important thing. The second thing that you have to do is remember that fear is synonymous with your next big step. The reason you're feeling the fear in the first place is because you're on the verge of breaking through to something huge, ginormous, gigantic. And if you keep stepping into that which causes the fear, your reward will be massive. Another quick story. So same year when I had the opportunity to invest in myself at the $100,000 level um, and, you know, I nearly peed myself and all of that. And then I did what was causing the fear because I couldn't really cost justify not doing it. I was already making great money in my business. I wasn't making, uh, I wasn't over the million dollar mark yet, but I was making great money in my business. And one of the things you'll learn is the more money you earn in your business, the more you need to spend in order to reduce your tax liability. And so, you know, I, I made the decision, made the investment, stepped boldly in, did all of the work I needed to do in order to get massive results from it. And that year we ended our business with $2.8 million. $2.8 million. And I know it was in large part because I realized that that fear was showing up because I was on the verge of my next level. The next thing you want to do is you want to ask yourself, if you weren't feeling the fear, what would you do? specifically in your business, because you're going to have an opportunity to have a conversation with a business coach, with a public relations firm, with whomever, and they're going to present to you this opportunity to invest in yourself at a higher level than you've ever done before, and you're going to lose it. But you have to be able to separate yourself from that fear and literally say that if I wasn't feeling fear in this moment, what would I do? By being able to see yourself on the other side of your fear, in a more confident and secure place, you begin to lessen the impact and implications of the fear that you're feeling in that moment. Because fear is synonymous with grief, depression, despair, and powerlessness, and many people never want to feel those emotions, creating a plan in spite of the fear will get you back on track. From your responses, begin to create your plan. The next thing you need to do is you need to decide to do that which is calling the fear, causing the fear to show up. Again, that's an indication that you're supposed to be doing that thing. Yes, that thing. Whatever that is for you in that moment is exactly what you should be preparing to do. Fear is only there as a fight or flight reflex, right? You could flight and move away, but what's at stake if you do? Your sanity, your next level, more freedom, a better quality of life, more clients in your business. You have to ask yourself if stepping away is even worth it. Usually the answer is no. So instead, do the thing that you've been afraid to do. When people spout do it afraid, this is what they mean. Do it anyway because it never plays out the way it did in your mind. How many times after it's over, that big scary thing that you said you were never going to do, but you found yourself doing that after it was done, you said, oh, that wasn't that bad. By making the decision to just do it anyway, you begin to position yourself to access that which you've decided much more quickly. And then once you get in the moment, make sure that you celebrate getting in the moment, that you find reasons to be grateful and appreciative. The reason why people talk about having a gratitude journal and spending at least five minutes twice a day in gratitude is because when you are feeling grateful, there's no way you can be feeling fear. 
fear and gratitude cannot peacefully coexist. They're like oil and vinegar. It's just not going to work together. You have to put yourself in a position in order to be experiencing the highest emotions, which are gratitude and appreciation. And when you focus on those emotions, you begin to shift your energy and your vibration and bring more reasons to celebrate and overcome your fears into your life. Whenever I feel fear, I immediately get present and focus on what I'm grateful and appreciative of. And know this, you'll need to do this process often because building a business evokes fears almost every single day. As you continue to step further and further out of your comfort zone, please know that more and more fears are going to show up for you. And know that more than likely those fears will be tied to money. And so what I want to do, I want to take a few moments and just share a quick exercise with you. This is one of my favorite exercises. In fact, it's so powerful that I'm going to gift you a copy of this this exercise. If you'd like a copy of it, all you need to do is to go to incrediblefactorpodcast.com. You can click the link and then you'll be able to literally enter your information and download the worksheets. So powerful. So, 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 so powerful. So first what I want you to do is I want you to write your top fears. And again, because we know most fears are related to money, let's focus on your financial fears because that is really the thing that's going to keep you from moving your business forward, right? The reason you don't hire the coach is because the investment scares you. And so you stay stuck in your business and you continue to lose money, right? Because you've let this financial fear stop you. So I want you to write down your top financial fears. And then I want you to reframe each fear into a new truth that you can believe and take ownership of right? So that's going to be so powerful for you. This is one of the exercises that I do at my live events um, when I hold them every single year. And then the second part of it is I want you to do what I call the renunciation of financial fear. I'm going to give you a copy of it. I'm going to recite it for you now just so that you can hear it. And then, like I said, you can go and you can download a copy for yourself. But this is the renunciation of financial fear. I, insert your name, hereby declare that I am no longer a slave to my financial fear. I acknowledge that fear was created by my ego to lead me to believe that where I am now is a safe place for me. That is a lie and renouncing financial fear because it is keeping me from breaking through in my life and business. There is a reason why God, the creator of the abundant universe where I live, breathe, and offer my gifts and talents, advises me to fear not more than 365 times in the Bible. I have decided to take heed. From this day forward, I will no longer allow financial fears to govern the decisions I make to move my life and business forward. I have served fear a pink slip and removed its name from the company directory, letterhead, and website. Fear will no longer make company decisions, start or stop actions to move the company forward or prevent me from building my business to fund the life I crave. Fear will not dictate who or what I become on my journey towards building a business that serves me. Now that there is a vacancy at the company, I have decided to stand up and step into my rightful position and I've decided to do the work that is required for me to experience a breakthrough at every level in my business and in my life. Now, I'm not foolish enough to believe that I won't feel financial fear again. However, when presented with financial fear, I will quickly remind myself that fear simply fights every alternative to reality. I will validate that there is no evidence to support what I fear, and I will continue on the path of that which has produced the fear. 
I am clear that everything I want is on the other side of my fear. And by renouncing fear, I am moving boldly towards courage, love, and abundance in every facet of my life and business. This declaration I sign on. And once you actually go and download that renunciation, you can literally sign it and date it and put it in a place where you can see it at all times. Listen, fear is not the boss of you. There's no reason for you to be scared. No more scared. We are going to fire fear as the CEO of your business and continue to move your business to the next level. I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor Business Podcast. I'd really love to help you grow a business that funds the life you crave while doing work that shakes the planet. Get started today by applying for a discovery session with me or a member of my team at darnielle.com forward slash session. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, you do deserve a business that funds the life you crave. Take care.